Welcome to Eventive Entrepreneurs, the podcast for business inspiration, featuring innovative entrepreneurs sharing their stories, best practices, and actionable tips, sprinkled with my favorite topic, event planning advice to build community and grow your business. I'm your host, Sarah Brush. Let's get this party started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining the podcast. I have been really wanting to bring you some more stories of entrepreneurs that are hosting their first event and just kind of hearing about their whole process once they've decided that they are going to get into the event world. So today, our guests are Tori and Ari. They decided to go into business together and created their first retreat called Reset, which hosted 40 attendees. They are bridge builders and women connectors at their core. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited that you're here. We get to connect on everything events. I know. I'm so excited to be here. Thank Mm -hmm. you for having us. And okay, so I wanted to start and hear about really what both of your core businesses are and then how you guys decided to host retreats and really what is your why behind doing these events together? So um, I'm Ari and I currently work for a mortgage company, but I am an aspiring photographer. I also want to write books, so I'm also an aspiring author. Um, And yeah, so those, I guess, would be my core passions, my core things that I have going on over here. (laughs) I'm Tori. I'm the owner of True Belongings. It's a home organizing business. So my why behind True Belongings is because my last name is Truesdale. So that's Mm -hmm. how we got the name. I love Brene Brown. So for any Brene fans, um, her quote, we are all worthy of love in True Belonging is where my business name comes from. So shout out to my boyfriend for that. Um, I knew I wanted something to like, remember my last name just in case when I change it one day. Um, but yeah, I love home organizing. I love simplifying, decluttering, sorting. I really help people make their house a home. A lot of my clients will tell me that they didn't realize how suffocated they were in their home until I worked with them. And then like, they cry at the end. Cause they're just like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize what you did for me. And so I absolutely love it. I bring a little bit of a Marie Kondo into it mixed with the home edit, but I would say I'm a little bit more realistic. Um, I, you know, work with anyone's budget and I love it. It's just really exciting and it's really taken off and there's not a lot of home organizers in my area in Northern Virginia. So it's really great because, um, you know, I have about four to five clients a week. So some weeks I do nine or 10, but generally it's like four to five is a great week. So I'm doing a garage tomorrow and Friday. And yesterday I did a master closet. So, um, and then I'm doing one of my best friends closets. So I, well, I'm, I did her closet in her son's room, but now she's like, I need you to come back. Cause I have like more stuff for you to do. So <laughs> I'm coming back on Thursday to help her. So I love it. Like on my off days, you can find me organizing. Like if someone's like, what's your hobby? I'm like organizing. Like my dad will hit me up and be like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, just hanging out. And he'll be like, you want to come over and help me with the garage? Cause he's he has his, his own business as well. And he has like a bunch of tools in the garage that gets messy. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Like, I love this. So my friends and family definitely benefit, but yeah, that's a little bit about my business and what I do, but I've always been, um, someone who loves just simplifying. And like, even in high school, I was that girl that like always 
had her binders color coded and her agenda color coded. And that was just who I am. So that's kind of how I got into it. But yeah. Oh, well, I need you in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I do travel for anyone out of town. And then I also do virtual consultations. So for anyone interested, I do discovery calls so we can chat and see if we're a good fit for each other. Yeah, yeah. that is so great. So how did you come together and decide to plan yeah. a retreat? So we've been friends for 12 years. Um, we met freshman year of high school and we came together because I had, we both have been passionate about women for a really long time and really bridge building and connecting. Um, but I told Ari my idea, we were having sleepover one night in I think September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. September. Mm-hmm. And I told her my idea and I was like, I want to bring women together and I want it to not be centered on religion. And I went to powerhouse women and it was amazing. And it was like, I love what Lindsay did, but it was for Arizona. And I wanted to bring that to Northern Virginia. And so when, we started talking about yeah, that. When she told me about that part right there, I was like, okay, I'm so I'm into this right here because growing up, one of my passions has always been without figuring out exactly what it is, which is, I guess, entrepreneurship. Right. I was like, I want to find that space, like she was just saying, to kind of bring people together, bring women together. And when she said that, fireworks went off and we're like okay we're about to do and something. we did it like all about in one night we like yeah. got the event right the airbnb like we're like all right let's do this and then two months later we had a, a full retreat with 40 women in mm-hmm. attendance uh 16 of us stayed the night it was amazing and mm-hmm. we're doing it again in may of 2022 um we haven't said the location yet so yeah. that's on the dl we've told you but it's a little hot <laughs> right now i will not i am born to secrecy <laughs> But um, it is going to be in a, it is going to be on the East Coast. So for any of you on the West Coast, we'd love to have you still. But East mm-hmm. Coasters, it is on your coast. So the main point behind even why we want to do this, like we said, we wanted to kind of create that space, but we wanted to create like almost a retreat, which is like a space for like women to kind of pull back from everyday life because life is life and things are chaotic. Uh, we wanted to kind of create that space, a safe space for women to kind of retreat, you know, come back to rest, kind of reset. And then restore and reprioritize themselves. You know, we wanted to also give that space for community and connection. So we're like, what is the best way that we can come up with something like that? And so then the retreats are that's kind of and we just realized it didn't really exist. And I loved Lindsay's Mm -hmm. powerhouse. And I acknowledge, dang, I wish it was longer. So like I was like, this is amazing. And what if we had two nights of sleepovers? Like it's like even more. And so that's when I was like, let's make it a retreat where obviously Lindsay had like 300 people there, which is amazing. Our retreats always cap at 50. So Mm -hmm. that's a big deal is like, we make it intimate on purpose. So like only, you know, 20 to 25 will spend the night and then we'll have some day trippers. So um, we're actually doing something special for our workshop leaders and speakers. They're not going to stay at our Airbnb. We're going to get them a hotel suite mm-hmm. and then um, bring them over. So that's another little thing that we're going to do special for them. Um, but yeah, we're just like learning more about like how to bring people together. What are topics that people want to hear about? And like a lot of them are about mental health and rest and recharging and meditation and yoga and breathing. And like, we just had phenomenal human beings that said yes to us and we were just like holy cow like we're already asking some of them back because Mm -hmm. it's just they were just great they're amazing like improved our lives so much so oh that is so great so take me back to you know you decided you're going to do this retreat 
And then I know this all happened fast, Tori, because I remember like you bringing this up on Powerhouse Women. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing photos of like your sold out retreat, which is amazing. So all of those things that you did really quickly, like getting the Airbnb, figuring out your budget, doing all of that is a lot of work. And a lot of people get really kind of stressed and overwhelmed thinking about that. Can you take us back to just like, once you decided to do it, what did you do next? How did you figure out all of those logistics? So for one thing, that's my gift. So mm-hmm. I really figured out, okay, what is our budget? We kind of worked backwards. So we found the Airbnb first and based off of the Airbnb, I believe it was $3,300 for two nights. So we were like, mm-hmm. all right, $3,300 for Airbnb. And then it was like a $400 cleaning fee. So we were like, all right, $3,700 we have to at least make. All right. How much money we budgeted money for groceries, for gifts, we got a coffee truck. So like by the end of our budget, we were about $5,000. And I would say because we didn't know we have never done anything like this before. And it's not very common in our area. So that's kind that's of why kind of we, how worked we, had to work we didn't go into it. Like this is what we're going to do. Cause we didn't know how and much that's going into it. We were like, we knew we wouldn't make a profit and we knew we were going to give back to a charity. So mm-hmm. we were like, okay, if we go in negative, it's an investment. And like mm-hmm. well, next time we'll make a profit. Mm-hmm. So we didn't make a profit. We were, we definitely ended up investing like $500 yeah. each into it Mm -hmm. which is not bad but um yeah like we we just worked backwards and (laughs) from there we realized okay like there were technically like I think the Airbnb said 15 could spend the night and we pushed it to 18 so we got a few air mattresses like Ari and I stayed on one another two stayed on another so we had 18 total in the house. And then like during the day, we had the day trippers come. So at the peak, we had 40 people in the house, but like at nighttime we had less. So that's how we worked through it. In terms of ticket prices, we made it 300 for two nights, 150 for one night and 75 for the day. However, after the first 10 day tickets were sold, we moved it up to 150 for the day. Mm-hmm. Now what was included, we should have we should have charged more, which next retreat <laughs> it will be higher. Um, it's gonna be closer to $600 for an extra treat. When well, the prices go up, so does the quality. Right, so exactly. The and the gifts and like all the stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're very excited. So we realized, oh gosh, like we undercharged. It's fine, but like we learned we should have charged more because we didn't really have much of a budget to give people gifts. We got everyone a pair of socks, a journal, a hand sanitizer, and then every room had a little like uh, emergency kit for things that they may have forgotten. And then we had a community emergency kit, like tampons and Advil and stuff like that. So um, we made sure, you know, we did that and we had candles and a lot of little things that we added. Like I brought a lot of my signs from my house to like make it feel very homey and stuff. So it was great. It's just, we wish we could have invested like the next retreat for our speakers and vendors and well, speakers and workshop leaders, we're going to have like special gifts for them, like individualized gifts. Mm -hmm. Cause like I'm a gift giver. So is Ari. And so we want them to be like personalized, not just like, here's a pair of socks from Walmart, which was fine, (laughs) but like we wanted to invest more in that. So, so that's t- kind of how we worked with that. Yeah. And tell me how you went about contacting vendors and speakers to get them on board with partnering with you. And I know a lot of people talk about like, you know, I don't have the budget to pay people. So how did you work all of that out? So powerhouse women, like shout out to Lindsay Schwartz, like <laughs> shout out to our powerhouse women group, because I made an ask on there and said, I'm doing something with my best friend. I'm launching a retreat. Like I said, I would, when I stood up a powerhouse, who wants to be a part of it? Let's set up a call and see if we're a good fit. 
literally Ari and I had eight calls in one day and every call we mutually agreed it was a yes. So like we literally booked our speakers it was in such one a day. crazy alignment type of we were like oh my god they're all amazing and they're all different ages and they have all different passions and like we vibe with everyone so like originally we had like 16 speakers and then we were like oh god this is too much and then people you know had to back out for different reasons so we ended up having five speakers and four workshops or six workshops two mm -hmm. on friday night four on saturday which is great i think in the future we'll probably have six and six but um, we learned, oh gosh, we should not have had 16 speakers to begin with, but powerhouse women is how we got them. And then we reached out to a few people in our circles, like a couple of mm -hmm. girls we graduated from high school with who mm -hmm. we knew would be really good. And then I knew a few people in the community that I thought would be really good. So that's just how we did it. And honestly, what's funny is my sister came and she was like, who am I going to know at the retreat? And I said, honestly, no one. She's like, what do you mean? Like, there's no one in your circle. And I said, no, I made a new circle. I was like, yeah, you're going to know like one person. And I was like, I promise it'll be cool. She was like, she was like this is kind of weird. Like they're all strangers. And I said, well, I mean, like I, you know, I'm on zoom calls with them every week for girl gang. And she was like, what in the heck is girl gang? And I was like, Lindsay Schwartz has this online community and I love all of them. And I was like, I'm also part of six figure school. So like anyway, six figure school, girl gang powerhouse is how we got our speakers mm -hmm. finding all across finding people that were just aligned yeah. with the why behind the mission, yeah. it just made it so much easier yes. because it's already like they were opted into it, like emotionally. And we knew, we knew we couldn't pay them. So what we offered them was their ticket comped. So they didn't have to pay the $300. We said, Hey, you get this $300 for free. Mm -hmm. So your whole weekend is paid for. You get hair and makeup done. You get to hit two nights of in the Airbnb. You get to listen to all these speakers and these workshops and you get yoga and like all the things. And so they were all in, like most of them, it was their first time speaking. So they were just honored that we had them. Mm -hmm. And then like some of them for workshops were like just starting their small businesses, like Megan, mm -hmm. Megan, phenomenal. She's like, she, breath breathing. Work. she, breath breath work. Work. Yeah. she lives in Colorado for like anyone in Colorado, reach out to Megan, but she also does like uh virtual, she's doing a virtual workshop for us, mm -hmm. um, for the reset or we called it reset before, but the retreat attendees, she's mm -hmm. giving us a, like, what is it like, um, a reunion basically where yeah. she's going to do a breathing workshop for us. So they were just amazing. That's how we found the speakers and kind of worked in the budget. Like everyone was okay with just being comped. And for traveling fees, um, they just paid for their flights. So like I, we picked them up from the airport. We were their chauffeurs. Mm -hmm. And like two of them stayed the night at our houses on Thursday night. And yep. then like Karina, she's from California. She's a powerhouse girl. Um, she went to New York City with Ari. Yeah. So like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's sister. so fun. So like, it's just so yeah. funny. Like Karina stayed for like, eight or nine days total on the yeah. East coast with us. <laughs> I think it's so. a really good like point to think about, like really reaching out to your community for those that are, you know, for our listeners, like reach out to your community and see who is aligned and who wants to support you. And then I'm glad you brought up doing the trade for attending the event because it, it can get expensive to get speakers. So really looking yeah. at what can you trade with them? What is going to be beneficial for them? And then also for you. So I love how you right. guys when we up. told them we were like unlimited promotion. Like you can post on our event page. You can post on their group. You can, mm -hmm. we will promote every single one of you. And like, I made sure they all knew, like I will be investing in you in one way or another within the next year. So mm -hmm. like I've already invested in Karina, like I'm getting a package for me and my sister for Christmas. I'm investing in Megan for her breath work. And so like, I'm already thinking about ways that I can invest. Faith Brown is doing 
an amazing retreat. It's called Your Life Retreat in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's a week long retreat um, in August. And like, I'm in, we're in. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we're like, okay, how can we support these entrepreneurs? And so it was just like a mutual investment. Yeah. It was just a mutual interest and passion behind it. And then a mutual investment in like, would you like to do this? We're going to pour into you. Do you want to pour into us? Yeah. And it just, it really, and like, out. don't be afraid to put it out there and manifest it. Like, if, if this isn't in your community, like you can get on virtual calls and like find community online. You can travel to our retreats and build community there and you'll find people from your state. Like, and if you're listening and I, we were on a podcast earlier, if you're, I said this, I said, if you are lonely and if you feel like you're doing this entrepreneurship thing alone, reach out to Ari and I, like, we will find you business besties. Like I am a professional matchmaker. We will be your business. Be your business <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love just your energy and like your excitement for what you do. And it does, it feels like when you join your retreats, you're like joining like into a family and like you said, like your business besties. So I love that. So if you had to think of like a couple lessons learned, I know one of them would be pricing it higher. Yes. Um, what are a couple other things that you would maybe do different mm -hmm. or some, or things that you definitely want to keep the same as well? Another thing is making it clear about sleeping arrangements. So everyone was fine, but like we had a little bit of iffy situations where some people weren't clear that they were going to be staying in the same room as strangers. So mm -hmm. they weren't sharing a bed with a stranger, but like it just got a little awkward. So I wanted to make it clear, like if you want your own room, you have to pay this amount. If you want right. to be with others, this is the amount. Um, just clear communication. Just clear on, on bedding. Mm -hmm. And like having them assigned beforehand so that mm -hmm. like they know when they're walking in. Like, so we don't have a someone in their 40s on the top bunk, which unfortunately we happened. We weren't trying to make that happen. <laughs> like it wasn't anyone's fault, but like she ended up on the top bunk and I felt so bad. Um, so that was just like our one like little bump in the road. I would that say. was one. Um, another thing that I would say is we, I guess we did not foresee how much time having like heart to heart conversations, even in like small groups, one-on-one, -on -one, like groups of people, just kind of everybody having that chance to like unwind and relax. Yeah. Organic conversations. We will definitely be making more free time for things like that because those types of things took up a lot of the time. So then we stopped doing Zumba, like we canceled it. We just told the Zoom instructor, yeah. like, we'll promote you. But like, it's just not vibing to do that right now. Like we're eating spaghetti. We're not going to Zumba after. And absolutely. Yeah. So next time we will have clear communication and a schedule that we stick with. And the thing that messed mm -hmm. us up is that we only had one makeup artist and two hairstylists. So like the makeup, every more people wanted makeup done. So we let her stay longer. And like, originally we allotted two hours then we made it three to three and a half. So then like everything got pushed. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of like, it was fine. Like everyone, no one really knew the difference, but Ari and I were like, oh shit. Like we're definitely off our schedule, yeah. which was, if we worked it out, but we didn't have as much free time at night as we would have liked. Yeah. And I so, think, yeah, yeah. I think this is so good though, to be so transparent about this, because it really is like the lessons learned in doing your first event and actually, and seeing what your group is interested in. So next time you do it, like you said, you're going to know all of those things. Ari had to go to the store like four times because we forgot ranch. We forgot groceries. mustard for the groceries, sandwiches. All these groceries. Like things. it was like, we didn't have mayo and mustard for our sandwiches for lunch. We had nothing to put on the sandwiches. So we were like, how did we forget that? So she had to go there and then like someone needed pain meds. It's just, it's just little, little, all the things. little tiny details we didn't foresee. 
Yeah. And I think too, like as your retreat grows as well, and you know, the budget changes or revenue comes in, you can think about even having somebody on site that can be kind of in charge of all of that person. Yeah. You guys can focus on the content. To like Mm -hmm. capture photos. Like we were like, shoot, we didn't get enough videos of the weekend. So like we're making a reel, but it's not going to be as good as we want because we don't really have video content. So mm-hmm. it's fine, but next retreat, we will have quality video content. It's just little blips, little things. That's one thing mm-hmm. we, I wish we would have invested in a videographer. Just like we couldn't find someone that was willing to trade with us. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like $500. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just not. That makes budget. sense. We also have to be realistic. Yeah. We have to be forward. like understanding that like, we're probably going to have to invest financially. My oh, sister's yeah. a photographer and so is Ari. So like photography we've got for mm-hmm. free, but like videographer, we're probably going to have to invest in financially. Mm-hmm. So tell me about getting that many people to your retreat. And like you said, it wasn't people that was like in your circle of friends right now. So I know a lot of people get really worried about putting the event out there and hearing crickets. So tell us about how you marketed your event. Eventbrite. um, Some of the women found us on Eventbrite because like I tagged like women's event and like just keywords. Um, Another thing was Facebook. So like we made an event on Facebook. Some people found out about us through Instagram, some of us through the powerhouse community, some of the speakers or workshop leaders or vendors shared with their communities. So like, it was a mixture. There wasn't like one avenue that worked the best. Like, like I said, Ari and I, like from our core community, we didn't have anyone there except for my sister. It's really just kind of use the outlets that you have. If you hear crickets the first time, you're going to keep going, like try different avenues. Like for us, there was crickets most of the time, like on our stories. Like, I mean, you got some responses, but like, we didn't get any tickets sold from our personal Instagram page. Mm -hmm. We got interest, but like no one bought tickets from our page, but like posting on groups or like, yeah, like tagging the event when someone asked like, what's going on? Like, I just had to be that annoying girl. Like I got muted off of a few groups because I was posting so much, but it's fine. You live and you learn. You have to get there somehow. So people don't always see your posts. So that's what we learned to like, not be afraid to be ambitious and to like, be able to like, let people know you're there. Like in terms of marketing, like, how do you say it? You're like, are you exhausted? Are you in need of a time to just rest and be, do you wish you could go to a weekend where you could just let it be? And then women were like on board when they heard that they're like, yes. For anybody looking to put a business out there or to start anything like this, what she just said conceptualized would be starting with your why. People Mm -hmm. are absolutely interested in the why versus what is it. So as we express like the need for like resting and prioritizing yourself and pouring into yourself, just kind of pulling back community connection and things like that. People are way more interested in that than, hey, come buy this. You guys want to come to this retreat. Like that sounds like I'm selling you something versus I'm connecting with you. I'm something, a shared, something that like a a shared shared struggle, shared challenges, a similar just life path, like something that we all go through. Right. People opt into that. Yeah. And I really loved how you talked about your investing, like into the businesses of the people that were there as well, like giving gifts, you, you know, buying from those businesses. And that's, that's amazing. Like everyone wins. Like, like I said, the speakers and, and workshop leaders, they didn't just get to invest in themselves. They invested in their business. They got, you know, we went shopping through some of the vendors mm-hmm. and I, you know, everyone made at least some sort of financial um, profit or emotional profit from the weekend. And like, it was 
phenomenal. And like some people had breakthroughs, like there were certain people that were crying and there were other people who were like laughing, like crying from laughter. Like Ari and I had an experience where tears were coming down my eyes. Honestly, one thing for next time that like we need to be conscious of is one thing we didn't do is like invest in insurance. Um, just because like for liability, like if someone gets hurt and like decides to come back at us, like we need to make sure we're protected. Like luckily no one was doing that to us, but like, what if someone like, I don't know, broke their arm or like got sick, like for COVID we, they had to either be vaccinated or show us a negative test. So we covered ourselves for that. Mm -hmm. But like, I just want to make sure that like, we don't get in trouble in terms of, I don't know, someone not liking the retreat or like just we definitely need to invest in insurance Mm -hmm. for the next retreat. That's one thing we didn't do that we'll do next time. Yeah. That, yeah, that's always important to have insurance. And then what did you do in terms of vendors? So you've mentioned that you had vendors for shopping. So did you have like companies that you brought in that you knew um, just have kind of little booths set up or how did that Mm -hmm. work? Yeah. So they set up booths. Um, they were all different ones. Like there was one that had Monet, um, another one that was an author. So she sold her two books. Another one had like yoga kind of things. So like Reiki card, like tarot cards and mm-hmm. stones and crystals. Another one had, um, a clothing shop. Mm-hmm. So like, it was a mixture of things for the vendors. And how did that work with them? Did they paid to have a booth there? Did they join the retreat and offer that? They got 50% off their tickets. So they got to enjoy the retreat um, for 50% off. So that's how we worked it. Next time, what we're going to do is keep it full price just because they're getting something for it. Like we didn't realize like, oh, they're enjoying the retreat and they're getting a profit. So like next time we're going to keep it just the same price Mm -hmm. for vendors. Yeah. And as you grow too, um, in next retreats, you could even, you know, charge for being a vendor yeah. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. That's great. So tell me about your plan for future retreats and, you know, if you're going to do any other type of events as well. Oh, absolutely. So our next retreat, actually, we have it planned. It's in the works, um, is May, 2022. We're figuring out the exact date, but it's the second, or the third, second weekend. or third week. Yeah. And we're not, um, we're not disclosing the location quite yet. Uh, we will though in the new year um, and then outside of the retreats we're going to try to do two big retreats a year so we'll do one in May and then we'll probably do one in October so just kind of give it like space it out a bit and then in between that we'll do like little kind of like local okay. events and things like that so, you know kind of we'll probably be down to travel up and down the east coast too for yeah. these like local events just to kind of touch more yeah. of these people that we've reached and that come out to us as well and it'll so. be stuff like hiking yoga, yoga like breath work type of things just all like anything surrounding like well-being vision boarding like a lot of different types of things so like we have a whole list of ideas mm-hmm. like even just going to a winery or a brewery we put picnics so like a lot of different things so we're gonna have one to two events every month um and most of them will be in the northern virginia area however if you're listening and you want us to come to your area send us a message and we can definitely put it you know in our in our on our calendar and try to make it work i know Lindsay. I'm, we are so down to go up yeah down Lindsay, i'm talking to her about coordinating the powerhouse pop-ups um to have her come once when when we have an event so that way she can have the pop-up along with our event so we're going to collaborate in some way so oh, that's something so we're exciting. doing our friend rachel with bonfire she does events as well but 
basically local events in DC. So like, we'll probably partner with her for something. We'll be be partnering with different people. Like our friend, Brittany Rush from high school has a um, company called woman to woman RBA. She connects women in Richmond, Virginia. So um, we'll probably collab with her for something. So really just like, that's anybody kind of listening, yeah. Doing. If you guys are listening and you have kind of like any type of small business or anything you run like that, reach out to us. Yes. If you know of somebody who does, reach out to us. Send us. Yeah. Just period. Yeah. Just reach out to us. <laughs> Let us know. So yeah, we are down to travel. And yeah, so that's what we And if you're thinking about starting events or if you're thinking about starting a business, Ari and I love being a soundboard for you to your ideas and I'll help you make it happen. Like you'll tell me your ideas and you'll have a business a month later. Like we don't mess around. So <laughs> she said well, we don't play no games. <laughs> well, this is the perfect segue. What is the best way for our audience to connect with you? That would be through our we have our retreat account on Instagram, which would be the restore retreats. And then we have our own personal Instagrams as well, which mine is Ariana B. Carter and hers is Tori.truesdale. And then my business account is True Belongings on Instagram. So those are the best Mm -hmm. ways to reach out. We're launching a podcast in February, so we'll have to have you on, Sarah. Breaking Um, news. One other exciting thing, um, which all of you listeners are invited to is this January, we're launching a five week program. It's called slingshot. And the purpose of it is when you think of a slingshot, you think about how the further you pull back, the further you're released. And so the goal of slingshot is to really help all of us as women pull back the furthest we can in January, because January is usually about go, go, go. And we're like actually going the opposite. We're contradicting what our culture is telling us to do in January. And we're saying, no, the holidays were exhausting. No, the holidays were emotionally draining. Maybe you had a little bit of fun, but like, maybe you're just like done and you don't want to start January strong. So maybe you're exhausted. And this is a time to bring our restore retreats vibe Mm -hmm. to a five week course mastermind, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Um, concept is literally just to kind of pull back. Like she said, society kind of tells us to go, go, go. But if we think about it, everybody kind of goes into the new year with some sort of resolution or some sort of goal. And then by about March, 85% of the world is burnt out. Everyone's dropped those goals. Don't care about the resolutions. We're gaining weight. Yeah. I was like, things are just going south. So we're just kind of trying to create that space. That's like, okay. So so if we want want to do, let's pull back and like, let's get that together. Let's see what that looks like individually so that we have that stamina, the endurance and that headspace to kind of continue and sustain ourselves like through the year. So it'll be basically, you're going to have like weekly work to do on your own. And then we'll meet once a week for like probably an hour and a half. So Ari and I will chat, we'll answer questions and we'll break into small groups. So we're very excited. Mm -hmm. Um, Tickets will be on sale soon. So follow us at the Restore Retreats. Um, Yeah, it'll be posted like in the next week because obviously it starts in January. So we're excited. Yes. Well, thank you both (laughs) for being here. And I just think it's just such a perfect example of just having an idea coming together and just going and executing and figuring it out as you go. So I'm excited to watch your whole journey and thanks so much for being here. Thank Thank you you for having having us. us, This was fun. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Event of Brush and in our private Facebook group where we continue this conversation. All of these details are listed in the episode notes. Your time is valuable and I appreciate that you spent it with me.